Welcome to Co-op Mode, round 105. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I am one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra from beautiful Savage, Minnesota, joined by the Canardian, Mark Carabin from Parts Are Unknown. Uh, I don't know if you're actually in a real place, Mark, but you show me where you're from, and I don't think it's real. It's definitely not. No, I've made it. It's like Narnia or something. It it is a figment of, of people's imaginations. Uh, the the only thing I'm allowed to tell you is it's Atlantis adjacent, so that's that's probably probably already said too much. Do I have to go through like a magic armoire to get there? Yes. Okay, I'll look into that. <laughs> I'm gonna check every armoire I come into people's houses. And we'll you really should, yeah. It's just yeah. and like knock on neighbors' doors. Just say, excuse me, I need to go check some furniture. Like Hugh Grant looking for uh, the woman in uh, uh, Love Actually. It always works. Well, folks, uh, we are here to talk about video games. Mark is fully recovered, so he is ready for my full onslaught of EUC. So I I think he's ready. Still got a lingering cough, but my voice is back. So here we go. Let's, Let's do this. Yeah, this should be a fun episode because this is going to be kind of uh, taking in some of the past and some of the future, a little bit of everything. Um, But one thing you can be sure is we probably got a lot wrong when it came to our predictions. So we're going to start there, Mark. So we talked about our, you know, the year look ahead and our predictions. And now we're going to talk about what we actually predicted for 2022. Um, We had Matt Sawinski on from Burnout Brighter and uh, the PlayStation Drive uh, on as well. So we'll speak to Matt's uh, predictions. So Mark, we covered this with basically the platform holders first. Mm -hmm. So we start with Sony. So Mark, how did you do? Not great. I said Killzone would be coming back. And last weekend, last week, uh, last episode, I I think I brought this up because I remember saying Killzone was coming back, and now that there's you know the PlayStation VR two, the the Activision thing, I, I really think it's time for Killzone. But I don't know if they're going to bring back Killzone, a new IP, whatever. So I changed this slightly, but I do remember mentioning it last week uh, as a, a slightly modified prediction for this year. So sadly, no Killzone for fans of that franchise. Yeah, which is kind of sad. But you know what? Mm-hmm. We'll keep going, Mark. You just said third-person shooter, or first-person shooter. So you're a little bit broader this year. So, you know, it could happen. You're not very specific, which is always good. That's how you win these things. Um, so Matt said, new Bluepoint game unveiled. That's a big fail. They didn't announce anything. So maybe this is year they finally announced that. Um, <laughs> man, I just went all in on a couple of predictions here. Yeah. And I, I, like- I think I might have got per Partial credit, but Jack and Daxter gets a Ratchet and Clank style remake by Team Asobi. Didn't happen. Uh, we don't even know what Team Asobi's doing. That we don't even know if they're making a new Astrobot or not for PlayStation mm-hmm. VR. Um, PlayStation Plus All Access is the new service which com- combines PS Plus, PS Now, PS Classics, movie, music, and anime discounts. I should have stopped while I was ahead. You just, yeah, you just kind of kept swinging. You hit the home run and then you just kept swinging. And that was, uh, that was good. That was a good guess. You were swinging for the fences on that one. Yeah. They should have went with PS plus all access and not had 15 tiers because that's going really well for them right now. Yeah. I think your plan was better. 
Mark Nintendo. I, I tell you, man, you kept it simple, and, and I think you won. I did say Wave Race, and I didn't specify a new Wave Race game. Actually, I think if I recall correctly, I said, I don't care if it's a new game or they bring the old game back to a virtual console or, or Nintendo Switch Online or whatever. And we got the N64 game. So this year I modified it and I want a new Wave Race game. And you're going to get it in Nintendo Switch Sports. I hate you. <laughs> that joke never gets old, does it, never. Mark? No. No, no. Uh, Matt said expansion pass DLC. So I wasn't sure if you meant like um, we're getting more DLC as part of the expansion pass like yes. we got with Animal yeah, Crossing that's, that's, and Mario Kart. Uh, we, yeah, because yeah, at that point we had... I think it was the Animal Crossing DLC. Yes. Uh, or maybe Splatoon at that point. There was one that we had at that point that we knew of. The Oxling so expansion. Think, that was that was part of it as well or no? What was it? Was the Octoling expansion the, the second Splatoon? Yeah, Did that, that include that it? became part of that. I don't know if it was okay. part of it at this point or if he absolutely nailed this. Uh, okay. I want to say that he absolutely nailed this because there was more DLC. There wasn't all Nintendo DLC included in this. Correct. But uh, I think he's he's got full points or at least almost full points. I'd have to go back and listen to exactly how he worded it, but uh, Matt, you're you're in the right ballpark on this one. Yeah, I you know, and and that whole group, the Carpool Gaming team, when they do their predictions, they also uh, basically, you would basically say the likelihood of that, and they get points based on that. So um, this one, because it's so low hanging fruit, we'd have probably given Matt like low points. Um, mm -hmm. What did Mario Kart was that? Was that announced last year that was going to be included in the expansion, or was that the prior? I can't remember the Mario Kart. No, that uh, expansion. was announced. So again, yeah, Mario, Mario okay. Kart was uh, another win. Yeah. Okay. In in, in his favor. So, um, yeah, unless really you're good. Todd and you say my prediction was Nintendo Kart, um, which we did not get, which is about the only way I think they can really expand Mario Kart is just basically say, and everybody's here and they're racing in carts. Yes. Um, no, that did not happen. Nintendo Kart did not happen, uh, but we did get the expansion cart uh, uh, pass. So that's yeah, something. New stages. Yeah. 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 Very good. Uh, Xbox, Mark. I still want this to happen. A new banjo game. Uh, Xbox, Microsoft, they're, they're going full on acquisitions. They didn't release a ton of first party this year. And I, I really think we see Nintendo obviously crushing it with the family friendly stuff and Sony catching up with Astrobot and uh, some, some stuff that's more aimed at kids or family friendly. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think a new banjo game would be perfect. Instead, we're waiting on that weird golden eye remake. I was talking to Barry Dunn about that today. And uh, it's just like Xbox gets prettier, but no online Nintendo is stuck to the Nintendo switch online service. So you can't buy it even if you want to, but that does get online multi. It's such a weird thing. And we're still waiting on it. It was just like, Hey, it's coming soon. And then crickets. Nobody knows. And that's the hard part, right? Um, we'll probably get a new James Bond actually announced as the actor before this game gets gets launched. So we'll see. A distinct possibility. Yeah, Who yeah I, I think I, so. Aaron Taylor Johnson? That's right. That's what you're, Man, you're circling it, right now. Have you seen Bullet Train? No. 
It's a dumb, fun movie, Mark. I'm bringing that in. It's just great. It's like ultimately like John Wick, if he was just extremely lucky, but not that talented. And that's exactly the character Brad Pitt plays. And it's goofy. It's fun. Okay. And Ayler, Aaron Taylor Johnson, man, he is a handsome, handsome man with a mustache. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so Matt said Game Pass somewhere new. And actually, he got points with this, too, because yeah. Samsung TVs. And I don't know if we're giving partial points for an announcement, but Quest. Uh, mm. Game Pass coming to Quest. So it was at least announced this year. So I'm giving some partial points for that one as well. Man, man, he's better than we are. Oh, well. He is much better. You know what? I'm sure this year our predictions went completely accurate and we're going to be reveling. Going to be, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, I said Xbox purchases IO Interactive and announces an Elite Series 3 with enhanced haptic feedback. Man, Todd, you did it again. Oh, well. Didn't happen. Nope. Oh, well. nope. Then we got to third party. Mark, there you go. Redemption time. Jedi Fallen Order 2 announced and shown off. Um, yeah, and coming out soon by the time we're recording this. That's, what, two months away uh, yeah. right now? March? Amazing. And we still don't know a lot about the game. We haven't had like the like big that. unveiling. I, well, that's cool. They've shown yeah. enough that it's like they're they're continuing the story. There's a book coming out a week or two before the the game drops. Um, if you're a fan of the first, it's it's expanding on it. We've seen some new lightsaber poses and uh, forms and whatever. And there's there's a mystery about who's you know who's in the box. Who's in the box? Yeah, the, is that an, a High Republic Jedi? Is that a Sith? Is it something in between? Um, there's there's mystery around it, and I don't want to know too much more. I'm gonna get it and play it, and I want to unravel the mystery while Cal does. So I'm I'm ready for that one. I hope they don't Metroid us, where it's like, oh, you've lost all of your Jedi powers. I don't want that. I don't want that. I want to be badass. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see. Matt said Final Fantasy 16 November. Well, Final Final. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 is coming, but actually a June game. So uh, close, but no cigar. Um, so if he didn't put a date in and he just said coming this year, he would have won. Uh, myself, man, oh man, I didn't get anything right last year. Uh, but they were all high quality uh, predictions. Skylander yeah. Ultimate Collection or Disney Infinity Unlocked is announced. I'm hearing rumblings that they might be happening this year, which would be, be so good. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, we had the uh, the Ubisoft game with the ships, and what they did was awesome because they had the you could get all the ships if you wanted to, or just buy it digitally and you get everything. Yep. That's the best way to Star, do it. What was that? Starfield. Star, Starfield. No, Starlink. That's Starlink. Yes, Link. There we go. Yes. Starfire. Skylink, Starfire, Star. Star like that. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah, a good exactly. game. I still, I, I still I, have I my R Wing. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Finn plays with the, with the R Wing. Yeah. The only bad thing on the Switch, it wasn't powerful enough to do really good co op. The, the, it, it just got downgraded, but the co op was great. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Really good game. It'd be a good game to break out when Finn gets a little bit older. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then I said Rock Band is revived in Fortnite and they allow third party instruments. Well, uh, we do have harmonics, you know, being part of Epic, but man, 
I guess they did announce some new tracks for Rock Band, <laughs> like classic there tracks coming back. But I'm like, where are people going to play these? Everybody's instruments are broken in half in a pile. <laughs> <laughs> Break out your broken instruments, some super glue, and an Xbox 360. And I got a drum. I got a Beatles bass guitar over there. You know, you eventually can go cobble enough stuff. And unfortunately, they're like $500 a piece on eBay. So there you go. That's so we didn't do very good. Uh, you Ooh. did better than I did, Mark. So you were the champion of co-op mm-hmm. mode. I think Matt was the champion of co-op mode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, I'll take that award. Exactly. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll be the Doug Bowser uh, accepting the award for Matt Swinsky. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's not what I want. No. Okay. Well, that is, we'll, we'll recapture our uh, predictions this time next year. So stay tuned and be prepared to laugh at us. Um, oh, well. Um, Mark, what have you been playing, man? I have not been playing a ton. Now that we're we're feeling better, I've felt like going out. Mm -hmm. So my gaming has been a little lax because of that. Uh, I've been mostly catching up on stuff that I feel like I needed to put a little bit more time in for tonight and uh, and playing a little bit that way of like, okay, I got to round this out. I have to beat this. I have to finish this. I have to, you know, do that kind of stuff. So I won't talk about any of that. I'll talk about the one new game that I'm playing and that's Vampire Survivors. And I hate myself for sitting on this game this long. How long ago did, did you talk about this game? That was I played it on PC Game Pass when it was first out because that's where it came first yeah. about six months ago. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, and I, I said that today. I was talking to a guy at work about Vampire Survivors, and I was like, I, I was like, my my podcasting co-host like talked about. I'm pretty sure it was like six months ago, and I was just like, yeah, okay, cool, that looks neat, and I'll play it. And I I've had it downloaded for a while, and finally this weekend, I was like, you know what? Let's let's dive into this. And um, that is all I played all weekend, aside from like a couple of matches of Fortnite with my nephews. Holy crap! This is great. Uh, it is the most video gamey video game that I have played in a long time, and I love it. I almost ignored your text saying that you were ready to record <laughs> because I am on the streak of a lifetime right now. I've, I'm about 25 minutes in, so I'm very close oh, to death. Wow! And uh, I already, I already got um, death screened once. Uh, I think it's like 30 minutes in, right? It's, it's, like it's 30 around 30 minutes, minutes death yeah. comes for you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So for anyone unfamiliar with Vampire Survivors, this is on Game Pass. It's also on mobile, mobile for free, which I've been playing as well because I didn't get my fix on Xbox. I had to download the damn thing on my phone and my iPad. I'm a little hooked. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's everywhere and it's on um, Mac and PC as well through Steam and uh, other things. It's not free there like it is on iOS. It's like five um, bucks for that. The well, base it is, game yeah, and five, DLC. five or six bucks. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Uh, and you can get the DLC and the soundtrack for like 10. It's, it's wild. Um, yeah. So for anyone unfamiliar, this is a roguelike RPG, old school style, like kind of eight to 16 bit ish kind of graphics. Uh, Castlevania looking um, bullet hell kind of thing too like you're you basically only control the person that you're walking around your your movement the rest all the weapons are all automatic auto fire uh some of some are directional some go to the nearest enemy some just go random 
it, it there's a lot of playing of like okay what type of weapon do i need how soon should i get this power up and <clears throat> you you level up fairly quickly at first uh, when you defeat an enemy they drop a gem that helps you level up and each time you level up you get a choice of three things unless you get some luck added to your character in which case sometimes it's four and uh you know, you can pick a whip or a knife or armor or health regeneration or whatever. Area of effect. Yeah. Exactly. And so it's a kind of a balance of, uh, especially because there are multiple characters who have pros and cons. Some are slower, but a little bit more powerful. Others automatically have health regeneration, but they're weaker, this, that, and whatever. Um, so it's, it's a game of the, the one I'm playing right now, you're, I'm, I'm like a priest who started off incredibly slow and with an incredibly slow attack. So the first part of his level was just like torture, basically. It was like, find the food, find those floor chickens, and hope I can survive. And every time I powered up, it was like, okay, pick something that has a little bit more speed, has a little bit more of a, of a buffer zone. And now I'm just like spinning Bibles through the air and knocking things back. And it is, I'm a, a badass, untouchable, uh, still kind of slow, but I'm, I'm faster now, uh, priest. So, um, holy crap, vampire survivors. Uh, you'll, uh, you're, you're going to hear about that later. It instantly made my, my top list for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, it is a great game. Don't sleep on it. If you're like me, just just don't. Just get it on whatever device you can. I still prefer sticks controller. I still prefer a stick. It, it's okay. My iPad's big, so it's a little clumsy there. Sometimes I'd lose like my positioning or this, you know, the the virtual joystick or whatever. And then the phone I find is a little too small. So there's no yeah. perfect balance that I've found yet. Uh, I still have to test actually if it has controller support for iOS. Uh, you can, can use a can backbone. You can use a Razer oh, okay. Kishi um, okay. to do that with mobile if you've got that. If you've got an option to do that, yeah. All right. Yeah. So that means yeah. it should work with my Xbox controller and the mount that I. I have think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Mark, I mean, the, the the thing that I think layers on the brilliance of this game. It's it's a one more time. Um, it's highly addictive. It's a yeah. strategy. It's you're choosing your builds. People have mm-hmm. like perfected certain builds. Like there's Team Garlic, which is a great strategy for like garlic almost is like amazing. It's, it's amazing. Then people say, no, garlic's the worst. I'm like, what? So mm-hmm. when you hear yeah. that, you're like, well, how did they do it? And yeah, um, it's totally risk and reward because you know there's certain bosses you have to like like the big, big bads you have to get because you get those gems, you get more drops and Mm -hmm. every level up is like taking a breath because that's the only time you can stop moving. There's no pausing this game. I don't think there's pausing. I don't know. I never paused. Maybe there is. My my game's paused right now. Maybe I should have paused. Yeah, you should have. (laughs) But it, uh, I mean, the pausing doesn't help if there's a swarm no. of enemies and you pause. Because then you're like, what was I doing when I paused? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, it is uh, very, yeah, risk and reward. But it's it's so quick. Like you said, it's, it's just you're instantly back at the title screen. You can continue. And because you're earning gold as you play, then you can unlock buffs right from the start. Mm-hmm. So you might yeah. – instantly have more armor or instantly have faster weapons or whatever. So, and, and the gold, like it's not 
unlock everything all at once. Like it, it's going to take you a few rounds. It's going to take you a few rounds to unlock all the characters and the stages and keep going. And the achievements, I'm not usually an achievement hunter. <laughs> yep. They are so freaking brilliant with this game yes. with achievements because there's like 140 of them or 130 something achievements for this game. And they're popping off all the time. Every time you finish yeah. a round, it's like, hey, you found 10 floor chickens. Congrats. Here's, a, here's five achievement points. Hey, you unlocked four levels of your whip. Here's some achievement points. Hey, you got a knife. Here's some achievement points. Hey, you defeated 10,000 skeletons. Here's some achievement points. Like, it's just constant popping off, popping off. Like, one round I finished today, I got 14 achievements. <laughs> wow. 14 at the end of the And night. it feels so good. I felt so. I felt like Superman. It's I like your teacher like, giving you a sticker when you when yeah. you're a good boy and you got all your you, you spelled three words correct. Mm-hmm. And it's all just through normal gameplay. Like yeah. it's not like you have to you know stand in the same place and flip a bookshelf over and find like the golden floor check. And it's just like normal shit that you're doing while you're playing the game. Uh, I didn't go through the whole achievement list or there might be some hidden, weird, hard to get kind of achievements, but so far every single thing that I've popped off has been just playing the game. And it's like, yeah, I'm kind of motivated to like keep going or like, you know, check the first few of like, what am I close to? What do I have to get for achievements? Um, you know, is there a character I have to survive for 10 minutes with or 20 minutes or whatever? Um, so it's got that perfect loop too. It's just they they hit on so many of these perfect little gameplay loops, mechanics, balance. There's there's no character that I've seen so far that's just like overpowered. It's uh it's such a simple looking game and simple sounding game, but it's damn near perfect. It's you almost think of like why didn't Konami come up with this idea? Because essentially, this is Castlevania, which is just so dumb. The castle, Konami's just so dumb. They wouldn't partner with it. I mean, they should. This is what Konami should be doing. If they're not going to make games, it's like, hey, take my characters and their sprites, do something cool with them, and we'll bank it. Because mm-hmm. that's exactly what this could have been. Um, and and Mark, this is almost like a new genre. Because I, I am older than you, and I go back to the arcade experience. This is an arcade experience. It's like, yep. how far can you get on a quarter? And that's exactly what this is. It's one play, how far you can get. And it's perfect for that. And um, this can get iterated. I could see this going and people trying and adding new layers and really making this a really cool genre. Everybody, there could be a Mario version. There could be a Zelda-like that does the same thing, to be honest. And nobody would be like, oh, you're copying. They'd be like, hey, make more with my characters like and the cool music I love. Oh, the music's just amazing as well. Yeah, it's uh, I'd yeah copy this because I'd love to just more of of this style of it just yeah do it. Um, some game publisher, manufacturer, console owner, reach out to this person. I think it's one guy, uh, one person. I think you're right. Yep. You know what? It's kind of like that. That that what is it? The cadence of Hyrule. Yeah. Open the door. He would probably love to iterate on this idea and get some money and play with some cool franchises. I'm sure you'd love that. Uh, Luca Gallant, also known as uh, Ponkel. That's who made the game. Like one guy. Genius. I'm sure along the way he had help. Maybe unless he's just some sort of genius savant, like 
just wild. Yeah, this is awesome. This is everybody's dream, right? To like, I made something that's not like graphically intensive, but it has that gameplay loop that just is like in word of mouth. And yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. I just like quickly glanced at the Wikipedia entry prior to developing Vampire Survivors. uh, He had been a developer in the gambling industry and used his knowledge of how to use flashy graphics for slot machines as part of the allure of Vampire Survivors chest opening animations. Uh, damn it, he fully got that me. chest opening. Holy just, crap. You're right. It's a celebration. It, it is. It feels so good. It's like the peggle mechanic yeah. when you get you clear the peggle and you get Ode to Joy playing. It's that satisfying. Yeah. I, I have some clips, so I'm going to put one. If you're watching the YouTube video right now, you're seeing that celebration, I think, if I can put that in right here, um, if I remember. And uh, if you're listening to the audio, go check the video version to see if I remember to put that, because I have a few clips because it's such a celebration. It's just Seeing so is believing, and that's truly what yeah. it is. I think you need to see it and then play the game. The barrier to entry is like literally zero. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about, and I'll talk about it a little later of where it ranks, but uh, what have you been playing? I've been, well, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of wrap up some things, you know, that's just kind of where I'm at. I'm still playing some more Gotham Knights. I, I finished, um, uh, fist. I, uh, tried some other games. Uh, the game, the new game that I played, Mark is Sonic frontiers. Yeah. All right. It, it was certainly a Sonic game. Um, I, I this game is very, like polarizing, I guess is the best way to say this. Hmm. I, I like Sonic. I'm not a Sonic devotee. Um, I can't say, I mean, I remember when Sonic came out in the Genesis, cause I was that age when it was, um, you know, blast processing. And I'm like, I can't believe a game is that fast. I was like blown away, but I never walked away from that game saying, wow, Sonic was so much fun to play and beat. It always mm. felt like it was like Mario controlled great. And then Sonic, once you go fast and then you run into a wall, I just never, it just never clicked to me, even the 3d elements, um, you know, but there's fans that love it regardless of what it is. And I, I, I totally, you know what, took the hat. I love the Sonic movies. So mm. I'm not a Sonic hater by any means, but this game is. Wow. I, I don't even know what to s- describe. Um, to me, it didn't feel great to play. Like it's fast and it's utilizing like the fast 3D Sonic levels where you're going through a level head on, getting getting rings. You have the X attack where you, where you can spin and hit enemies and things like that. Then you can go off platforms and do things like that. So I feel like if you love those elements in a game, um, this potentially is the best version of Sonic in doing that. But it's also a open world Sonic game where you can go fast. You have like a turbo button that gauges that runs out eventually. So you don't go fast all the time and it's not pretty. It's a very ugly game uh, considering how much poppins in it. It's kind of ugly and not colorful. Um, It's, very like you're in fields and there's stone structures. And then uh, all of a sudden you'll lock something and these new ramps will come in. So it's divergent from like, it's got like, it feels kind of like breath of the wild, but if breath of the wild then added off ramps for a highway, it's just weird. It's just odd. 
it is very weird. It's like, you know, Link gets his motorcycle in Breath of the Wild, but then there's like a motorcycle track for Link to ride on. It just feels like that. It's just very weird. Um, and the game has a plot that makes absolutely no sense. Um, it's got like, and I was complaining to Logan, I'm like, all of a sudden I'm doing something and it kicks you into a tutorial that doesn't feel like it's natural to the game. Like kicks you into like a menu screen where you're learning to like hit enemies. Or like, shouldn't I just do that in the game where I'm playing? Nope. You right. should do this on a, in a different menu. I'm like, what is this game? And, and mm. the dialogue's pretty funky. And then I realized something when I was playing this game, Mark, I don't know if Sonic has a neck. Do you know? Uh, I think you're right. Uh, I don't look depending on what iteration it <laughs> draw is, Sonic right now and does he have a neck? <laughs> yeah, depending on which iteration it is, I, I I would be willing to say movie Sonic has a neck, but video game Sonic maybe not. Because the only reason I came with that mark, I looked at him like, does Sonic kind of have a neck? No, he doesn't. But what's it looks odd. So. Hmm. Character models don't look better than like a 360 game, which is kind of sad. Like, uh, like what was that? Sonic 2016, uh, 360 game. Um, there, there's combat. Like you have to take down these enemies and there's punching and kicking with Sonic, which just feels a little awkward too. Um, nothing was that difficult. There's a lot of just like, I don't know. This game was definitely not for me. <laughs> I know a lot of people loved it, but I'm like, I, I just tried to find the fun and I just couldn't. I'm like, after I'm like, this game feels like it's trying really hard to be very obtuse, but trying to be like open to everybody. So I don't know. I, I, I just, I can see why this game was like 35 bucks a couple weeks after it launched, because right. I think it's it's stigma it's there's a stigma about this game and they want people to play it totally get that um but i would not play pay full price for this game even if you like sonic wait and try it and see what you think uh maybe like finn would enjoy it when he gets a little older just play around with sonic a fast level but yeah i mean i love mario 3d games and just there's no comparison to this in mario so if you're looking for more of that, but if you're like, I like any 3D platformer and just open world type experience, this might be for you. But for me, I sent this back to Gamefly pretty quickly. <laughs> I showed Logan, I'm like, Logan, do you want to try this? Nope. And if you're curious, watch the Donkey video. Video game Donkey. Funny, weird dude. He's hilarious to listen to. And sometimes, yeah, he's kind of like, oh, God, he's such a troll. But in this case, he's pretty spot on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that's my review. Um, it's a game. It's it's a game. Highest highest Sonic review I've probably ever given a game. And I lived sure. through a lot of the Wii games with Sonic, like the Sonic and the Black Knight and yep. the Werehog. <laughs> oh, well. Um, so that's what we've been playing. Um, but now, Mark, it is Can time. Can we take a quick break before we do that? Oh, absolutely. <coughs> Well, the main reason we are here is because, Mark, we are here for the finest in gaming awards presentation. As you can see me, I am on the red carpet. I am wearing a uh, fabulous uh, company, uh, Northern uh, North Face. So, Mark, and you are wearing something from the Don Henley co collection? 
Uh, I'm wearing a Henley, if that counts. Uh, sure. Yep. Yes, we are ready to go. Um, this is the couchy, folks. This is year two or three, Mark? Oh, this is easily year three. Maybe okay. four. There we go. So it's many more years than we can tell. It's, it's, it's essentially vintage at this point. It's classic. Um, so this is where we give our best of uh, from our own personal opinions. We, we typically have a combined – the highest rated of the game uh, is our shared if we don't have a if we don't have one that's similar, then we're just happy to celebrate our own personal best picks. So, so we're, doing, we're doing top five. I have uh, like ten or eleven games on my list that if we like don't find a common one in the five, like we can we'll go deep going down the list and go deep until we find like a commonality, uh, which I, I hope we can find. But you know, we'll see how it goes. Mark, I have an Excel spreadsheet that's very long, so I can go as long as we need to. Right. <laughs> also, we know some of each other's answers for a few of like the first yes. kind of things, but we do not know each other's top games until we read no. them. So no. you are hearing them as we do, just just as a heads up for this one. So yeah. Uh, this and- is yeah. And we change it up every year. This year I did a couple of tweaks on some of the categories just to celebrate some of the games that not just new things, so things, some mm-hmm. things that are new to us and some of our personal favorite things of the year, which I think is really appropriate. Um, but first, we want to get into some of the community's picks. Um, so we're going to start with Jerry Steinhelper from the Facebook group. Um, he just listed his top five games, and he's got a really good list. Um Last of Us Part One, which is great because it's 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 the best version of Last of Us for people that are new to it. Just in time of the series, which is the series is actually coming out this Sunday on HBO Max. I cannot wait. Yeah. Oh, uh, Stray, which was a PS Plus, one of the weird tiers, uh, day and dates. Really fun cat RPG, which I don't know. There's probably a pun there. Um, uh, RPG, is that appropriate? Nailed it. Yeah. Pentiment, which is a game I meant to play, but you know, that was a late add to Xbox and Pokemon Violet and Gotham Knights. So some good picks here. Mm-hmm. Very solid. Okay. Brendan Meyer. Kind of, yeah. He he went down. Do you wanna do you wanna give his as we go with ours? Um, why don't Not we give maybe give us his, his top five? Maybe give us because okay. I'm trying. Yeah. yeah, let's give us top five because we gave Jerry's uh, or Jerry's, but we can give yeah. his as we go through the rest of the the, yeah, the ones okay. that are central. So uh, top five games and Mark, I'm trying to edit it here. You know, Discord when you yeah. paste things in, it doesn't have good formatting. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, so his top five games. Um, and, and I don't know if he had these in order specifically, but he said tonic or tunic, tonic, <laughs> tunic, Mark, take it over. Cause I'm just butchering this the top five games. Yeah. Tunic is, uh, potentially if these are in order, number one, uh, God of war, Ragnarok, uh, Mario strikers, shredders, revenge, teenage mutant ninja turtles, of course. And, uh, nobody saves the world. Um, bonus looking to get into, a game that came out in 2022 uh, more cult of the lamb and midnight suns uh, as well as Mario plus rabbit sparks of hope Sifu on Xbox and Pokemon Scarlet horizon and Gotham Knights. So there's a lot of games left for Brandon yes. Myers to, uh, to play from 2022. And that's a big problem for me as well. I know for a fact that I'm going to guess my, my, my top, 
potentially top three, but definitely top five based on the reviews and how much I like the first game that my list is going to change of games that came out. Uh, Mm -hmm. We'll we'll get into this a little bit, but Moss two is one that's missing. Todd, you asked me last, last time what game I think is missing from my, my list. And I answered God of war, but Moss two, I think is, is right up there as well. And it's just one that I never got a, around to playing i haven't got around to purchasing it because i finally finished moss one i got some other stuff in vr we'll talk about that later but uh yeah like brennan i'm um yeah i've I've got games that came out in 2022 that's like a list of stuff that i have to play but uh anyway we'll keep going yeah i think it's always important to like say the things from the previous year you didn't get to make a list um, because it's always good to know, remember, like when you're thinking like, I don't have anything to play. No, you have other games you want to play and you probably forgot. It's just, like game tracking is very hard, uh, to keep a top of mind, especially when FOMO comes in and you're like, Oh, I got to play the next latest and greatest versus Hey, what's out there. So, uh, that's why I wanted to include what was it like games you played this year from another year that, you know, you finally got to. So I think celebrating, uh, you know, things that you might've missed is really important. All right. Well, we're going to get into the categories where we really uh, played in and wanted to celebrate different things in regards to not just the games we played, but the community, the the, the whole world of gaming. Uh, and we kick it off with the biggest news story. So think on like what really impacted you know what we what we're experiencing in the world of gaming this year from a, a news lens. So, Mark, uh, what are yours? Uh, so I have two and. I picked two because I, I thought you might've grabbed one of them, but I'm glad you, you picked something different. So my two Microsoft moves to acquire Activision Blizzard, but since like that was big news, but hasn't finalized yet. So I, I wasn't sure. So I picked Stadia shutting down as a backup to mine. Cause that was kind of a surprise how quickly it happened and how just, you know, how they handled it and all that kind of stuff. So uh, two, two kind of big bombshell things on, on different sides of, of the spectrum. Yeah, uh, and I think about that. You know, the the I can't even remember when the Activision Blizzard was officially announced, and you know they thought it would be done this spring. There's a lot of things going on. Microsoft's making a lot of con- uh, consolations, uh, including apparently Call of Duty is going to come to Nintendo for the next ten years. Which hey, that's good because it hasn't been. <laughs> So and and I think even to Steam too, where Blizzard has kept or Activision kept uh, Call of Duty off Steam because they've had their own launcher. So it's a win-win that there's some scrutiny around this because it's basically saying we're going to be more open. So um, it's not a bad thing, and I hope it closes eventually because I think it's good for the employees of uh, the company compared to who their leadership is now. So yeah. that's good. Yeah, and my TV keeps telling me, hey, by the way, Stadia is closing down because my LG TV supported Stadia, um, which is just sad that they just couldn't get it right. But um, the world of streaming is still around with Luna and GeForce Now and and and, and uh, PlayStation Plus with their service and also Xbox Cloud. So um, it's not dead. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change and permutate, and somebody's going to get it right. Um and, and I think Xbox probably has the best way of getting that right. Maybe Amazon as well, because Luna's not bad. So, and I know, um, uh, you know, mostly in his son, yeah. they, they are big fans of that uh, opportunity. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, Mark, it's E3 officially coming back. Um, and not just like in like the worst way, which would just mean it's like the, the skeleton of E3 and they're going to try to do some things and they're going to do it wrong. They're working with Reed Pop. Reed Pop 
is one of the best, uh, you know, call it convention runners or whatever uh, in the world. I believe they do the Star Wars celebrations, I think. Yeah, um, they run it for them. They do other events as well. They, I believe, they do the PAX events as well. So they know how to run an event, and that's something E three has not done well. They have not brought the public in in a very easy way where it's fun and it's an event. It's more like, yeah, after um, the, the the business people are gone, we'll have you come to our our, our tables and maybe stand in line for eighteen years. So yeah, I think this is good. Yeah, and which it's no longer. People aren't going to there to to buy their games for the fall. It's a different experience. Um, yeah. yeah, so I hope this is good because we, I think everybody wants a show that feels like Comic Con for the biggest show in the world that you can go to and and meet fellow gamers and play games that you've never seen before. And this could be the best way to do it. So I'm excited that this works, and we've got Jeff Keeley who's doing it in place, sir. So I'm going to see how this works out, but really. I hope Jeff Keighley works with E3 eventually, and that's where it pairs. So have the best show versus competing announcements and things like that. I just think it's going to be messy. Yeah, for sure. But Yeah. But E3, everybody says it's part of their childhood, part of their love of video games. I hope it, it survives in a, in a new way. Yeah. So, so, Mark, I, I, I was changing this next category on the fly. Um, <laughs> I, I suck, but sense. I figure like – it does make sense in a lot of ways, but I'm like, you know what? You're like, I'm not changing. I'm like, that's perfect because you didn't need to. And the, and the category was really favorite hardware or gaming purchase because not everybody buys hardware with gaming, but they buy something in gaming in regards to merch, collector's editions, uh, accessories, statues, things like that. So really, what was your favorite gaming purchase um, of the year? Um, and, fame, uh, and, and Brendan Myers had um, one that he called out the Logitech G cloud because he was debating on what to get. Cause he wanted to have something on the go. He wanted to do some things that supported multiple consoles and the way he games best. And he loves it. And it's really fit his, his gaming uh, lifestyle, especially with having a newborn. And that's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great to hear anytime he's, he's like super happy to be able to play something with that and it allows him to play multiple ways that, that, you know, it doesn't, doesn't get in the way of him being a dad, but you know, being a dad's not getting in the way of his gaming too much. So uh, it's it's a great flexible option for him, which is is awesome. Yeah. So so Mark, for you, what was your favorite hardware or gaming purchase this year? And no surprise to anyone that listens to the show or that just heard me talking. I think it's it Quest Two. Uh, I know it didn't come out this year, but I purchased it this year. So um, getting into VR and uh, and being super impressed with the games, the, some of the experiences. I, I just checked a big screen that, that you and I watched Rick and Morty and just brought in Disney plus. So oh, I that's watched cool. the Mandalorian on a massive theater screen in virtual reality the other day, uh, just to test it out and just kind of, you know, hang out in there. Um, so yeah, the, the quest too. I'm, I'm loving it. And Mark, I'm a little bit bitter about VR, but I'm I'm so happy for you because VR. I'm thinking about now that my PC is working again. We that was my biggest thing about. I didn't talk about what I've been playing. I had my buddy Dan come over and we actually fixed my uh, gaming laptop. We cleaned the whole thing out, re-put it. So it's a gaming laptop again. And I'm I want to do um, some virtual uh, desktop to do VR through the power of my PC again because that's mm -hmm. what's great about Quest is you can do that. And I want I want to play Half Life Alex this year. Um, that's one of my goals and play some of them. Like I have Moss on uh, PC VR 
and I can do it through there. So I'm excited to do it there. So I own it and I just want to play it. So very excited for that. But I'm a little jealous because Quest 2 is getting a lot of love. Quest 1 has kind of been left to the wayside. So I'm a little jealous. It's, it, even more, they announced more stuff today that's shutting down on Quest 1. So not exactly. a great day. Yeah. No, no, not for me. But that's okay. It was more for Logan wanted to get it and we went have Z's on it. So it's not like a big loss. So. Yeah, very cool. Um, for me, it was collector's editions this year, Mark. I got two, um, and I, I, I they both are close to my heart. So the first one was Samurai Jack. This was a limited run edition that went out of print. I couldn't get it. And uh, RAR uh, uh, Giver had reached out to me and said, hey, this is going out again. Get it. I love Samurai Jack. have sense for days. While the game is not great, the collector's edition awesome is because there's not a lot of Samurai Jack merch and like statues and things. And it's all set up behind me and I love it. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's got like a letter opener of Jack's sword. It's great. And it just is, it's wonderful. So for me, that's awesome. I don't do a lot of collector's editions, but for me, that that's why I got it because um, there's just not many options for Samurai Jack these days. And the other one is I got the uh, God of War collector's edition with uh, uh, Mjolnir, which um it's fantastic it's wonderful it's the way it's set up is just it's a masterpiece it's wonderful and i love the game and that was just another thing where i i don't normally do it but i'm like you know what why not and love it so mjolnir's in the case and mark i got thor's hammer from the mcu with lego so that big i'm gonna build that and that's gonna go right in the shelf below it so i'm excited this is gonna be awesome so now we move on to old games you finally beat or played in 2021. Uh, well, 2022. Yeah. Man, what am I doing? I, I must have copied and pasted. So yeah, so an old game that we finally got to. Yeah. Uh, so Brennan Myers did uh, chime in this one. Uh, he, he finished Mario plus Rabbids and DLC the first game before the second one came out. So that's awesome because that game is fantastic. And uh, for me, I already mentioned mine. It was Moss. One of my favorite gaming experiences of the year. My favorite thing I think that I've done on Quest, which is saying a lot because there's a bunch of Star Wars stuff on there. And yeah, um, so for something to beat a whole ton of Star Wars games, Moss was delightful. And I know the sequel is going to be probably in my top three games this year, but I never got around to playing it. So disappointed. I was I was trying to see if I could fit it in this weekend. It just didn't happen. And uh, anyway, there we go. Moss. Okay. Add it to next year. Thumbs up. We're good to go with yep. that. Yeah. Um, let's you? see for me. Three years in the making, Luigi's Mansion. Finally beat the game. Um, it's a wonderful game. It's fantastic. And I kept on saying, I will get to it. I will get to it. And I finally did. And I'm so happy I did because, man, this is one of the best. Uh, it's just great. It's just a series that I thought was not going to really move on after the 3ds where we didn't and you know but i just think it's great i'm glad that finally people appreciate luigi's mansion after some stumbles not being on great hardware and it's the perfect home and hopefully this means we'll get more one of my wife's favorite games on switch luigi's mansion so good i love it too but it's it's always a standout she beat it before i did so, um, I mean, it came out in 2019. I think I played a little bit every year, and I'm like, I mean, I'm finally going to beat it, and I finally did. So, um, yeah, I don't play a lot of games on Switch, but that's one of those hallmarks, those those 3D plat- action platformers. Absolutely love it for that. Um, all right, next category. Most disappointing game, Hot Trash mm-hmm. in the Summer Award, Bobby Pauls. This is dedicated to him. Um, yeah. So, Mark, yeah. what was yours? 
I didn't play either of these. So there's a caveat that I haven't played. Ooh, okay. The disappointment for me is because I didn't want to play them. So these oh, were two anticipated yeah. games for me that I was hyped about. And then I started hearing reviews, hearing people very divided on them. Brennan Myers included one of these in his favorite games of the year. So maybe I should give it a try and it doesn't deserve this award, but my hype level was killed and I still haven't picked up the game. So that's why it's disappointing to me. Uh, it's not disappointing because the game sucked. I, it's disappointing because my hype level was killed by reviews. So keep that in mind when I say Mario Strikers and Sports Story. I think Sports Story sounds like a broken game and Mario Strikers sounds a little divisive. So that's that's my answers there. What about you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I did play Mario Strikers. Um and uh, I thought it was okay, but I think it's more in the it's a good one on one type game or or a versus game versus a story and a, a like story mode RPG. Um, yeah, sports stories. It's disappointing because I really liked Golf Story, uh, but the House of the Dead remake. I was so excited. I'm like, how can they get this wrong? It's just a dumb shooter. It's on the Switch. So I could probably use motion controls, use it like a light gun. And it's a fail on all points. It's bad. Doesn't look good. The controls with a, even like motion controls don't work well. Um, complete failure. And I'm hoping on the next switch, whatever, they've got like a little light bar on the actual like uh, tablet itself. So they can bring back Wii motion style controls that are accurate because I think I want more yeah. like on games. But yeah, even in a, a like a, a light gun, a tad, like it has IR, but there's no like there's nothing for it to see. So I yeah, like a light working in with the dock. Light, just, even in the dock could dock work or something. Yeah, just, yeah, here's a thing that you, it comes with the game if you buy the physical version or you yeah. order it for five dollars on Amazon and it sits on the top of your TV and it gives you that accuracy. I don't. There's got to be some way to solve it. I think so. But yeah, for right now for me that that's where the quest comes in. Like if I want my light gun stuff, oh, yeah, thing, like that's where the shooters right, right, like that's. <sighs> That's it. Pistol, pistol whip, whip and uh, <laughs> uh, like um, what's what's the other one that's uh, similar? Oh, there's Arizona um, Sunshine. There's there's a bunch yeah, of so, yeah. Um, it's, like it's so good. Yeah, definitely. Um, so now we get into most surprising games. We're going to be a little more positive here. So, um, Mark, you've got the bug apparently. Before I get into that, uh, Brendan Meyer's most surprising game was Tunic, how it all unfolded in front of you and how there was an in-game manual which tied into the actual game. Uh, that was surprising for me, but not my most surprising. My most surprising game, because I hate card games so much, was Marvel Snap. How I got addicted to this thing for as long as I did, I've since kind of fallen off. But still, for it to make the dent on me that it did it wins this award. It's, it's, it's like in my top 10 games, I think of the year just for that reason. Like it's, it's holy crap. They got me to play a card game. You did it. Marvel. Congratulations. Yeah. They got me to play like a couple of days. And so that's a, that's a win. Um, and if you like cards, Mark Marvel, midnight suns, more cards, more relationships. Apparently you can See, get, I haven't uh, done that some suits in that. I, 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 like, they're pushing my luck with Snap. I don't. I yeah. I think it's going to be sounds... too much for you. Yeah, it's apparently a seventy-hour so. game. Yeah, and the yeah, cards no. are just yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think Skip. it's for you. Yeah. Um, for me, 
Uh, it's the game I just talked about last week, which is Fist, Forge and Shadow Torch. I finished the game. I, it was the only game I played dedicated for to finish the game. It was about 13 hours game. While it didn't have a strong finish, um, I absolutely loved every second of playing that game. Just the exploration, the shadow complex, the shadow, uh, Symphony of the Night uh, type of Metroidvania. Absolutely well done. The story in the, the, the story and the, the, the vocal talent and things like that, lesser than, but still really a great game if you love Metroidvania. So yeah, it's my surprising game. And that came out in 2021. Awesome. So uh, it's kind of like a caveat, but still pretty awesome. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Uh, favorite gaming moment. So Brendan Myers also has a favorite gaming moment. Mark, do you want to mm-hmm. say what that was? Yeah, I'll keep going with, with that. Uh, so his favorite gaming moment for Brendan was replaying uh, and platinum uh, God of War 2018, uh, starting while my wife was in the hospital prior to the baby being born and finishing it with the baby in his arms after being in the NICU for uh, 50 days. Holy crap. Man. That's a like, lot. That's, that is a lot. That That's a lot to just take in. That's mm-hmm. a lot to deal with. And the, the fact that you, you stayed positive and played through it all um, and, and still did full dad mode, like Brennan. Uh, holy crap, man. That's one of my favorite gaming moments of the year was just seeing those pictures of, yes. of and, and yes. hearing from Brendan and just like, you know, I'm Absolutely. so happy he's got the baby in his arms and he's got the G cloud and he's able to, to rock it. And it's, they, they were some of my favorite gaming moments of the year and I just can tangentially saw it through the internet. So, um, amazing. Yeah. Isn't it great how gaming can distract you from the, the bad things in life and the things that are driving you and stressing you out. And, and then you can just then enjoy a good moment with a game and, and you're in a better place. So that's awesome. Yep. That's, yeah. that's, that's phenomenal. Uh, gotta love it. Um, yeah. yeah. So Mark, uh, what was your gaming moment of the year? And mine kind of similar and revolves around, uh, around my kid. So Finn actually playing games this year and, and not, to any real skill level. I mean, he's two, but becoming an outright games ambassador and them kind of seeing what, you know, what I was doing and how excited I was for, for Finn and talking about it here and, you know, just, just sharing that experience of like, he can just literally press a button or kind of touch a joystick and win a race in Paw Patrol or watch me play Paw Patrol and, and hit the button when I have to do a quick time event mini game kind of thing, or, um, you know, just, just do those things. Or even just honestly him watching me play Super Mario 64 and he asks for me to play Mario now and watching him watch the Mario movie trailer, like, gaming's just part of his life it's it's awesome and he's excited by it and excited when he does something i don't know if you saw on oh yeah you you did mm-hmm. see it on twitter yeah commented today playing baseball I, I, let him, I let him pitch a ball in super mega baseball 3 which i also dabbled with on the weekend but i forgot to mention it up there uh because i kind of forgot until now but um yeah he was watching me play that and he wanted to play my turn my turn and I had on the controller and said, press this button. And he whipped the, he did a couple of really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't look pitches. too bad when you said like, this is going to go horrible. I'm like, did he bean a guy and like send him to the ER? <laughs> so the first couple, it was like, you know, one was straight down the center. The other, you know, hit a foul ball. Yeah. And he got, apparently he got 
pretty angry at the foul ball because the next one, he just whipped that control stick up and like, I mean, dead center in that guy's head Mm. and there was nothing left. He was KO'd and uh, Finn just laughed. Ejected from the game. It was just five game suspension for Finn. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that, yeah, that, those were my favorite gaming moments were, were with him. You know, it's a theme. I will continue the theme because that this year it truly was um, with my son being 17. He's he he's doing his own thing with games. He's got his own gaming PC. Part of it was building a gaming PC with him, which was a cool experience. His friend came over. It's collaborative. And he's big into that, which is great. And he's and that was like his laughed. He he was playing Terraria on his high end PC. So he's just a weird like he gets into this weird mindset of games he likes to play totally love it uh but just bought a ferrari let's go to the grocery store (laughs) exactly let's let's i'm gonna spend my time parallel parking yay yeah yeah exactly um i bought a great big house but i'm not gonna furnish it we're just gonna sit here in some ikea furniture and and just have a good time yeah it's kind of feels like that um but really it was logan had never played a god of war before he played God of War, skipped 2018. I'm like, you should play it. But he got into God of War Ragnarok. He played it on the highest difficulty, um, which is just a testament to his skill over mine. Um, and it was great because we had so many opportunities to talk about the story and where it was going and what we both felt. And we were playing it kind of in, tan- in tandem. So we had a great almost like shared experience with a game. And that's the great part of seeing your kids grow up and and understanding what they're what they like and how they uh, experience things and and how what they bring to the table. Especially as they get older, they can just ex- explore these ideas and 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 express themselves in a really cool way. So um, that was just a great moment because 2018 God of War, when Logan was younger and he was Atreus's age, was very much part of my gaming life. And this is just great that he gets to share it as well. Yeah, it's amazing. You guys were, yeah, kind of perfectly in line to play that. Oh, yeah. Father, son, age wise. Uh, I only had to call him boy, you know, and I might not call him boy. I might be saying something a little bit uh, more R rated than boy at times, but that's okay. It happens. No one's going to judge you. And I can't grow a beard. So I need to work on that. Maybe a fake beard because, you know, I am the Todd of War, Mark. Exactly. You have a hammer. You just need a, a beard. You can you can yeah. get one. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we'll make that work. Um, yeah. So that is it for like kind of the the broad questions and the areas that we covered in the world of gaming. Uh, but now we get to the heart of this, Mark. And and I'm gonna laugh because we have the Heart of Hearts Award. Who named that? Uh, that's a, I, I named that. That's a, a again named for Bobby because we didn't want it to. He always just said, you know, I know my heart of hearts. Oh, okay. Um, I'm like that. He'd, he'd regularly say, and we didn't want the hot trash in the summer to be the only leg. Sure. Bobby because that's kind of a you know, let's go shit on something, and that's you know going to be a legacy. So the top game is also kind of in, in memory of, of Bobby Paul's a Nintendo guru. Um, this is the Heart of Heart Awards um, because. I don't know about you, but I have no scientific thought put into my ranking. I might change them as I'm talking. Um, And this, this list is fluid. Like I said, I know something's getting kicked off. Probably my top three, definitely my top five. Once I play Moss two of games that like came out in 2022. So uh, my list is fluid. I use my heart of hearts to tell me, where things are going to go in this one. This is dedicated again to Bobby Paul's and I can't wait to see what we come up with here. 
Oh my goodness. And, and, you know, Mark, I am not one to restrict anyone. I always change the rules with Charlie when I'm like, Oh, you know what? I came up with four different ones. So that's perfectly fine. Fast and loose is how we play the game. When we talk about our favorite games of the year, and we should. Um, and then like, you know, we said, you know, honorable mentions, dark horses, I think it's all appropriate. Um, I try to keep mine to the games of tw- that came out in 2022. Uh, but you know what, if it's a new game you never played before, I always say, though, I don't want somebody talking about the 85th time they played, you know, The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, because that's fine and all. But I want people to have, you know, new new experiences with things. So, so Mark, should we do like uh, five going down or do you want to start with your honorable mention? What, what, what do you think you want to do? Let's let's start five, four, three, two, one. And then if we okay. need the honorable mentions, we can we can rock those out or, or whatever we, we choose to do. Because um, I, like I said, I have like six honorable mentions I can kind of rhyme off and name. Um, so I'm going to start off with uh, the number five game on my list. And this one actually kind of gets tossed between my like number five and six. I was, I was debating. So maybe I will kind of cheat a little bit here and mention my honorable mention because these flip-flop between High on Life and Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker collection, I'm giving the slight edge to the Lego, uh, Lego Star Wars because I want to double dip. I have that on Xbox. It's now on mm-hmm. Game Pass. And I'm like this close to buy. I think I'm going to pick it up this week on Switch. Well, and you and Charlie had a shared experience. I mean, in a lot of ways, Charlie, that's the only game he plays. So yeah. it was a little bit. And I even, you got me to guys, got me to buy that damn game on, for FOMO. And now it's free on Game Pass. I'm like, why did I spend $70 in this game? I've only played for like three hours. And it's it's a game that I, I play with my wife, and, and yeah. we we go back to it every once in a while. We want to play something. It's just a collectathon, and uh, and going through. And, and I play for the Star Wars story. She plays because she just likes Lego games in general. So that's number five for me. But it was very very close. I kept switching that and High on Life. So uh, talk to me tomorrow, and it might be High on Life. Mark, I'm going to make this very difficult for you because I'm going to be like not playing by the rules. So if that's okay. okay. That's fine. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> my number five is a four way tie. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I couldn't choose. It was Sophie's choice. And I'm like, I don't want to, so I'm not gonna. I thought I was scared of going back and forth between two. Come on. Four way tie. Well, I'll go through these very quickly. Yeah, we'll go through these. So uh, you were gone when I mentioned this game, and you got me a code for it, Swordship. This game kicks ass. It's phenomenal. It is a dodge-like or a... Uh, I guess, yeah, dodge-like is the best way to put it, or or uh, move-like, because you just got to move out of the way. You have no abilities to cause damage, and it's amazing. It's a game like Vampire Survivors that could be a new genre, and it's like an arcade game. Absolutely loved it. Uh, Tinykin. This is the Pokemon game or the, the Pikmin game I've always wanted. And it's wonderful. Um, it's on Game Pass. It's it's phenomenal. The art style is amazing. I loved this game. It's really awesome. The Quarry. You know how much I love these type of games, mm, Mark. Yep. And this is super massive and it's their best game yet. I absolutely love this game. It's wonderful. My wife got to me watch me play it and said, what the hell's wrong with you, Todd? Why do you keep dying? And what's going on with all these people? And what's this like crazy drama loved it. And it ends with a podcast. Like we have, we have a podcast. It's, it's really creative. Yes. We do have a podcast. What are we even doing right now? We're doing a podcast. What is this? We should record this and put it on the internet, Mark. That'd be awesome. 
Yes, yes, we, we'll get around to that in 2023. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo. This game is not loved by anybody, and this is actually going to go probably go to Game Pass as part of the Xbox acquisition of Bethesda. Absolutely mm. love this game. It's a first-person kung fu movie in a lot of ways. It's really wonderful. Loved it with that, being in Tokyo and just living in that world with with weird ghost stories. Absolutely loved it. So that's that's my top. That's my five times <laughs> four. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. I'm pathetic. Sure. Okay, Mark. I number four. The indecision. I thought I was going to be the one, and you were going to nope. be like, "Yep." All right. Cool. Good enough. Uh, number four. A uh, game that Brennan Myers mentioned as well. Tunic. Loved it. Thought it was delightful. Thought it was absolutely balls to the walls hard. I turned the difficulty down to story mode and god mode Ooh. where I couldn't die for some of the bosses. But the mechanic of the the manual in the game telling you what was coming up basically and what moves you'd need to know and unlocking that as you go. I thought it was such a cool mechanic. <coughs> And I, I just, I loved everything about how this game kind of rolled out and the, the art style, the combat, the, you know, difficulty is just as it, as it unfolded, it was just delightful. So uh, tunic number four for me. I'm glad you point out the, 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 the moving the difficulty down because um, what I loved about the original legend of Zelda, it wasn't difficult, but it was a challenge regards of like, where do I need to go next? So I love the fact yeah. that you could dial the difficulty down and make it more like a, a Legend of Zelda experience versus a roguelike or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's um, and I was playing it just normal difficulty or hard difficulty or whatever it was. I can't remember, but I was I was playing it, you know, kind of as it was intended mm-hmm. to play or intended to play whatever you want to call. It, you know, um, at first I, I was playing it that way, and then I hit a boss where I died like fifty times. Yeah. And my wife happened to be watching for a little bit, and she was just like. Should, should you just like maybe take a break? Why? Should, you know, yeah. No, turn it down. Uh, it was just like God mode rolled through it and it was still a tough boss even on God mode. So it was like, okay, yeah, I think that's kind of how I'm going to have to rock some of this game. That was kind of later on, but it was still, like you said, at that point, it's it was kind of like figuring out the path, figuring out the map, figuring out mm-hmm. where to go and how to do Absolutely. Things. That's a challenge in itself is just, yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't want the like, I just can't beat a boss so I can't move on. I mean, that's, right. um, I'm glad that that developer said, you know, I'm not going to put a barrier away for people just to experience this game. Yep. Um, cool. Yeah, similar, similar feelings to like Celeste where mm-hmm. personally I didn't turn the difficulty down because I felt like I had to conquer that mountain. But if you get stuck in Celeste, please, please turn the difficulty down and just do it because it's an important story. Yeah. And I think people should play Celeste and, and should see how the story finishes, uh, even if you don't have the patience to sit there and, and, and restart the same part of that mountain 160 times before you get the timing right or before you figure it out. Um, for me at the time I was playing Celeste, I did for me right now. I think I'd, if I had to play it again, I think I would turn the difficulty down because I just, my gaming time is more limited than when it first came out. So very kind of similar feel to me for that one of, of you know, as far as the, the difficulty scaling. Very good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I like that difficulty shouldn't mean that you can't enjoy a game, but I totally get it. Some people don't want the difficulty to be the main 
point of the game. Yeah. All right. Number four. Inscription. Uh, you talked about Marvel Snap in card games, and like this was the card game that stuck with me. And I gave up, but then I watched somebody played more of them. Like, oh, I got to get back into this because it's not about how good you are at the cards. It's the story mm. that goes along with playing the cards and the fact that you've got so many irreverent things that happen with this card game where it's mystery. It's, mm. it's, it's a little spooky. And you can actually step away from the, the table with the cards and explore and mm-hmm. find mysteries and and move on. And your cards often will speak to you, which is so cool in the mechanics. And the, the, the aesthetic of it is a lot like a old PC game um, mm-hmm. where it's like minimalistic, but it's effective. And this game is now on other platforms. I think it's on Switch, um, which would be highly effective just being able to to move your cards around it's like that it's 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 really really inventive and i like how they turned um the card mechanics on their head and made it more than just i know how to play a card game very well it was Mm -hmm. it was really about the cards what get people to the table but it's stepping away from the table really made me think the game was really interesting so yeah i remember you playing that one i was wondering if it was gonna finish in there so that's that's great uh, number three for me, I'm rethinking this one as I'm talking about it. <laughs> just, just in the placement, not, not that this. No, game no, no, no. Fantastic. I, I don't. Yeah, and I think we should do honorable mention before number one. So if you have one, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know what? I'm gonna put. No. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm gonna put Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope in number three. Did it kick something out or did it move something forward? No, I, I flip flop between three and two. So I I don't want to spoil two, but you'll, you'll see in a second. Um, yeah. So Mary, I thought Mary Rabbit's sparks of hope was phenomenal. I thought the first game was an absolute revelation and this one did stuff better. You got rid of the grid. There's more kind of fluid, interesting combat to it. Um, the story was really cool uh there were some you know kind of things here and there that i've kind of would have done differently or or that you know could have sped up a little bit but overall i thought as a, a as a sequel they improved on the first one made some really good changes and it's it's a series that I never expected, definitely never expected a sequel and I, I love to have. So, um, could very, very easily go in my second spot could almost go in my first spot, to be honest. Like these, these top three, like my first one, even like one and two are more recent in memory. So like that might be playing a little bit into this too. Yeah. But Sparks of Hope is is up there, so it's it's definitely in my top three, and the, the place is kind of fluid. But I'll go with three for now. Very nice, yeah. That's it's it's a lot of people's first entry into that tactics uh, style gameplay, and it's who ever thought this would have been the Rabbids teaming up with Mario and doing a tactics game? It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's amazing, amazing. Yeah. What's your number three? TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Mm. Wowie wow. We're in like the, 
the the glory days of the brawler and yep. not only you know the brawler but the brawler like 2.0 which is not just how far can you get on a quarter it's like now you are have like complex fighting systems you have uh collectibles to get uh you have art styles that are better than the original but make you feel like you're in the original like um with streets of rage and you know battle toads and things like that and wow uh i i just you know can't think of a better uh you know franchise to just really take this to the next step because we all grew up on those turtles um, arcade games in the different mm-hmm. versions and this was great and being on game pass day and date um made this probably one of the best games on xbox this year because they didn't have their own games so they propped up games um to really take the lead and i i really respect that and i'm glad they did because man uh and i haven't even played this game co-op yet and i'm sure it's even better in co-op so um really really a great game absolutely absolutely didn't crack the top five but it's on my list so that could be a tiebreaker uh this that that's the first one that we both have on our list so that's that's pretty interesting okay okay my number two controversially on this list because it's so fresh in my mind vampire survivors oh right okay so weird weird addition weird addition but i don't think if i played this six months ago two months ago whatever i don't think that my feelings would change i played enough of this to unlock several levels i've got every character so far uh that that i can see so that i think there might be some more hidden characters but like i've unlocked whatever nine eight or nine characters or something crazy like that um i've played this on mobile i've played this on my ipad i've played this on xbox um and for all the reasons i talked about earlier uh vampire survivors like i said could easily go in the third spot instead of, and, and kind of move Mario Rabbids up. It, it's so fresh in my mind that I, I, I want it up there. So we'll, we'll leave that in number two for now. Marky Mark. Funky bunch. You and I are samesies. No shit. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Like you say, could this game have come, you played it like six months ago or whatever, like me, would it still be on your list? And that's exactly what it was for me. Um, now I will say you're far better at this game than I am, but that didn't take it away from me enjoying this experience. You can be horrible at this game and still feel like I just got to play it one more time. Cause you do feel like you do get a little bit better every time. Mm-hmm. It's not about beating the game. It's about uh, how can I do something different? How can I survive one more minute? Um, what can I do to do differently to get a little bit better? And it is overwhelming at times. And when you do well, you feel like you accomplished something. And that is really what you want to feel like. You don't have to feel like you're punished. And um, no get good. It's just have fun. 
and just have yeah. a good time and, 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 and learn from others and say, Oh, you're playing this game too. What did you do? It's like a shared experience. And that's because it's so simple. It's not like you have to worry about like, well, have you gotten to this part? No, <laughs> it's 30 minutes max. Yeah. So it's not, you have to worry like spoilers. Oh, spoilers, Mark. Did you do that thing? No, because maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't care. Cool. Oh yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay. And yeah. so that's your number two as well. It is my number two. That is going to be our game of the year, by the way, because there's no chance in hell <laughs> our number one game is anywhere close to your list. Yeah, you don't even have you one of the consoles to play the out. other games, which is just, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. inevitable. Um, so we yeah. should do honorable mention before we get to number one. Sure. If you have yeah. one. So, uh, no, I have several honorable mentions and because sure. you had 17, uh, number four. It's allowed. Games, uh, I'm, I'm going to go through all. So I already mentioned High on Life could have easily been number six. The other games that were on like my top 10 or 11 kind of thing, I, and it's 11 because I just inserted Vampire Survivors in there. I had a top 10 list last week that I thought was kind of locked in-ish. Um, so Splatoon 3. Shredder's Revenge, Marvel Snap, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, and Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, I thought they were all fantastic experiences for one reason or another. Um, you know, Kirby, I was surprised with Pokemon Legends Arceus. I thought they could and should learn some things uh, for the mainline Pokemon games, and I thought it was a, a cool spin on the franchise. Marvel Snap talked about it already. How do you get me to play a card game? that and i think you very eloquently put why tmnt is such an amazing game um and then splatoon 3 uh the fact that i haven't been playing splatoon 3 quite as much as like the first or second splatoon um partially because there's been a lot of stuff to play this fall that I've been trying to keep up with as much as I can also was kind of sick and didn't feel like playing anything new um but also like the 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 Bobby Paul's factor kind of yeah. uh, factors into Splatoon three. Every time I play that game, it hurts a bit. So um, it's still on my list. I still love it. I still love the single player mode was phenomenal, and uh, multiplayer has never been better. But um, it hurts to play. So there we go. That's kind of my honorable mentions. So what do you have in honorable mentions? Yeah, for me, um, yeah, and I, I think I'll do very similar to you. Um, the games that just were def definitely stood out in my mind, uh, but they were definitely didn't make my top five. Um, so one of those would be Sifu. Uh, was mm. the this is the iconic kung fu movie, cool mechanics, but I suck at it. So that was where the difficulty got in the way of really getting very far. But I loved what they did and the mechanics they did. So Sifu, if you like a uh, kung fu movie come to life, and when you die, you actually don't die, but you just get older. It's kind of a cool mm. mechanic. My son absolutely loved that. Um, another game uh, that would be in there, and a game where, once again, I bring it out because it's 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 a game that everybody's talking about, and I did experience it, and I only am going to mention this because I got to see my son play it and excel at it, and that's Elden Ring. Mm. I suck at the game, and I just don't have the time to get better at it, so I'm not going to uh, besmirch it by saying it's not for me. But it is for everybody else, it seems like. <laughs> and it is fo it's a FOMO game. Um, but I understand. And I could see where I could get into it like I did with Bloodborne. But mm. it is a game where it was the game of the year for so many people. And it, I could see where you could get into it. I just don't yeah. have the time for that. 
Um, another game um, that I would say probably is right there is um, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. I beat the game. It's probably my favorite Nintendo game this year. It was close, um, but it's a Kirby game. And I know that's like not like putting it away on the side. I just feel mm-hmm. like it's still a Kirby game. And so it's not like that Breath of the Wild or something like that. It's a fun, cute platformer. If you really want to get deep and get all the stuff, it gets more difficult. But for me, it was fun, but it wasn't like, oh, this is setting the bar for Kirby. It's it's a Kirby game. Um, that is the best Kirby game that's ever been, is probably the best way to put oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I landed with my honorable mention. Um, can I take a pause right now? Sure. I'll be back in a sec. I'm going to pause. So, Mark, you had a drum roll ready? Number one, are you ready? I'm oh, ready. I am ready. Well, Donkey Konga, maybe. Donkey Konga. <laughs> drum roll. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, uh, yeah, plastic instruments earlier, yeah, Donkey Konga, holy. Um Probably super rare and expensive, I'm guessing. But I, I'm, I'm sure somebody beat dead, uh, like one of the 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 Soulsborns with the Donkey Kongas too. Probably possible. Um, all right, number one. I feel weird about this because it really shouldn't be number one, and I should. I know I shouldn't be rewarding this company with a number one choice because this game is broken in, in certain places. (laughs) It is buggy. It runs like garbage at times, but dag nabbit. If I didn't love Pokemon Scarlet so much that I put like a ton of hours in played the absolute hell out of this beat the story beat every single path that you could do and then rolled credits with ed sheeran and like dropped back into the world and was like cool what's next let's keep playing like it had a surprising very heartfelt story that like hits you in the feels directly like slaps you in the face and subverts what you think you should expect from like a Pokemon story in several different ways of like, not only is this an emotional beat, but then here's another hidden one. Here's something with way more depth and truth and like reflection on how the world is and uh, self-realization and stuff than I ever expected from a Pokemon game. And I've been playing since blue, every single mainline Pokemon game um, straight through. So uh, yeah, I, it's, th- this was, um, a surprise for me just be based on how other people experience this game and, and how, you know, I've, I've, <clears throat> I've heard so much. I haven't picked this game up. I'm not going to pick this game up until it's patched, until they fix it, until this, until that, blah, 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 blah. And, um, it's not perfect. I had two game crash, like full game crashes playing this slow down frame rate issues, that kind of stuff pop in. But none of that took me completely out of the experience to the f- point that I didn't want to play it anymore. Even the game crashes. Usually a game crash is like, I got to put this down. I'm going to wait. 
I'll wait till it's patched. I'll wait till it's fixed. This one, it was like game crashed. Okay, cool, cool. Start back up again. Let's go. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of mad at myself for loving it so much, but also I, I just, I don't know. Let me catch stupid little Pokemon monsters and just explore this awesome world that they built. And were they a little too ambitious? Maybe. Were they rushed to get it out this holiday season? Absolutely. freaking lootly uh, Nintendo needed a big holiday thing. I think, honestly, I think if Zelda was ready, this game would have been pushed. I think this was big Papa Nintendo coming through and being like, we need a holiday thing and you're it. So push this thing out now. Um, I hope they keep patching it. I hope they keep making it better, but it's still my game of the year. It's still a game that I, I still go back to. I'm still playing this stupid thing on my switch and I can't put it down. And I look at it and I'm like, okay, there's some friggin' Raichu stuck in a, the side of a mountain and he, he's clipping in and out. And I, you know, it, it's a weird, terrible bug. And I take a screenshot of it. I'm like, Hey, look how stupid that is, <gasps> but there's a shiny thing over there and I'm going to go chase it down. It's just, I don't know. They did something they did for me more right than wrong. They just tipped it in that scale. I know how dumb that is. I know this shouldn't be number one, but it, for me, it is. I know there's better games even on my list. That's why I'm not going to be mad when Vampire Survivors is our overall couch co-op game of the year. Uh, Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope, way more technically complete game than this. Probably should have been number one but when i was done with sparks of hope i was like cool hopefully they come out with some dlc when i was done with pokemon i'm like nah let's level these guys up let's change my team let's go shiny hunt let's go do this let's go do that let's go find something i haven't found breath of the wild style like that was the differentiator for me so um i tear me apart on twitter make fun of me in the discord I deserve it for sure. I know it, but uh, oh, Pokemon Scarlet's my game of the year. You can talk hear the disappointment in my voice. <laughs> Mark, talk about the, the year of Pokemon. I mean, you get two huge Pokemon games in the same year, and it's like, did they really need to do that? Could have Arceus have shifted and give that more time to be the game of the year? And it just seems like it's such Absolutely. a weird... Cause- because Arceus could have shifted because they had just released Pokemon exactly. Brilliant Diamond. It's just such a and weird Pokemon idea. Snap. Yep. Like, yeah. And and game that I could have that I finally beat in 2022, Moss could have instantly, easily been replaced by Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. Because I finished that this year. Because mm-hmm. I was Pokemon burnt out last year when that came out. So I let it sit and finally got back to it and like rolled through it, getting ready for Pokemon Scarlet. And I was in a polka mood and I was ready to go. But yeah, they easily, easily could have shifted yeah. some things around and, and pushed that and whatever. But um, anyway, I said what I said. I'm sticking with what 2023 I said. is the year that Pokemon Company and, and Game Freak unionizes. They're like, stop making us make all these games. Oh my God. So the nice thing with 2023 is most likely we're going to be getting some DLC, DLC. And maybe yeah. either a remake or just some weird sure. offshoots, like whatever. That's all you so should really this, do. This should be a quiet poke a year. 
now I say that, and they'll probably release five games this year. But Pokemon, it's your Pokemon sleep, Mark. I'm calling it now. Just, there we go. That, that you know, that, in theory, this should be like a DLC, a little bit quieter year. Fix this game, kind of thing. You know, that that kind of stuff. So Snorlax. Anyway, that's Snorlax. It's his year. I would, yeah. Hit me with a Snorlax game. Let's do this. If anybody's um, gonna sleep, it's gonna be Snorlax and get yep. Pokemon. Do whatever he is. Yeah. Snorlax's Ring Fit Adventure. Get fit with Snorlax. Snorlax has to get fit up. Pokemon game. That is that is what they need to do. There's going to be a, a ring Pokemon, and it's yeah. going to be Pokemon X across Ring Fit. Oh my God, Mark! Snorlax Did we just make a million dollars? I think so. Snorlax is sick of blocking the path for everyone. He's like, you know what? I'm going to stop sleeping in everyone's way. I'm going to stop being an enormous roadblock. I'm. Uh, you know, I'm going to get my life together. I'm going to get up. I'm going to move around. I'm going to be a little bit more active. So I'm not blocking traffic. And that's how it's going to go. Is there like Pokemon dumbbells and like Pokemon, like uh fitness there bands? Should be. That's yeah. where we need to go. Pokemon fitness 2023. Get a macho trainer. Let's do this. Oh God. That's crazy. Yeah. Love it. I love it. We make these games and Nintendo can profit from our ingenious. Perfect. Give us a call Nintendo. Todd, what is your game of the year? Uh, I'm like a uh, Taylor Swift song, essentially unpredictable, um, but very popular. Um, Yeah. Um, (laughs) Everybody says that, right, about me? Yeah. Um, God of War Ragnarok. It's my number one. I I don't know how how it couldn't have, and the fact that, like I said, the story with myself and Logan playing it together, and the fact that they took a game where it was it, the only thing I can say that's bad about God of War Ragnarok. There was too much to do in this game. It was less tight than 2018, but mm-hmm. as people blame Sony for like, oh, I play your game and I get off of it and I don't come back to it. They said, you know what? We see you and we know what you did there. You don't have to do all these things, but we're going to give more stuff to do after you play the game, uh, which means you don't just trade the bank game back in and do this stuff. So, um, but man, if you just played the storyline straight in, which you could, it was great. It was fantastic. They took all of the things from 2018 and they built upon it. A better story, better character development, more gameplay elements that were awesome and more ways to play after the game. Um, and it really, branched a new path for both Atreus and Kratos. Uh, It wrapped up some things and created some new relationships. And I am just so curious to see where they go next. And that's really exciting to me Um, because I think we've ended, and they've said they've ended this chapter in the Norse mythology, Mm -hmm. but we could go elsewhere, Egyptian, uh, other gods, um, which would be awesome. So I, I just, I just think of, the gameplay is fantastic. Like Logan played it on the hardest difficulty. He's a hardcore gamer and it challenged him and he had to figure out the right ways to, uh, build the, get the build he wanted, the weapons he wanted to use. We discussed like, what should we use to, uh, approach, a. a, a, a a, a boss or a harder b- battle. He wanted to do um, the chaos blades and I wanted to do the ax or, or use the new staff you get eventually. And I just thought it was great. And um, there's this desire to go back into the game after you beat it, which isn't always a thing in a primary single player campaign type game. So um, 
yeah, it's definitely my number one game of the year. It it it, it is it really didn't disappoint me and it actually gave me more things to do. And that's the problem. I want to play more of that game, but I've got other things distracting me. So it's got a war Ragnarok. It's definitely a game that I, I know you can play it on PS4 and you should, if you can, but if you mm-hmm. can wait, playing on a PS5 was phenomenal. It was beautiful. I and playing it in, you know, resolution mode, uh, high frame rate, whatever you wanted to do was awesome. And I'm glad we have that in next gen where you can, you know, you have to sacrifice to play the way you want, whether you want it to be the most beautiful game or the, the best, uh, you know, uh, frame rate and uh, performance mode you can get. So, um, yeah. And I think this might be one of the last PlayStation games on both gens. And I think 2023 is really going to be the game of that. All the games are going to come in next gen, which is, which is good. Uh, Sony has said uh, the last week or the week before they said um, the, the supply chain issues are basically over. So I think you're right. I think if they're announcing that you shouldn't have a problem finding a PlayStation five, theoretically this year, I think they're, they're finally going to make use of their uh, we believe in generations mantra and, and just sever the ties completely. Yeah. I think that's going to be a message with all of the consoles. Um, I think Xbox is the same. I don't think they have anything announced that's going to be uh, on Xbox one anymore, which is, which is a good thing. And then we, we probably expect to see Nintendo bring out, if if it's if it's um, maybe announced this year, but launched in twenty twenty four, their next generation console too. So if it's announced this year, it'll be the very end of the year. Switch exactly, two. they'd have to be a big game that they would pair it with too. So maybe the next Odyssey two would be awesome. We'll see. Maybe. Well, that is it for our award show. I hopefully uh, we can declare though, Vampire Survivors is the co op mode game of the year. It's our Ooh. favorite game. That's it combined. Holy, I, I expected that to go differently. Really? I thought it might show up on your to go list. deep? Well, no, I, I thought Vampire Survivors. Remember today I said there might be mm-hmm. two games that make yeah. it to your list. <clears throat> I thought Vampire Survivors would be on your list. And I thought uh, TMNT mm. further down my list, I thought might be somewhere on yours. And there was a potential of Tunic being on yours, but I know you didn't like that as much as I did. So I thought that might be pulling into your honorable mentions and on my top five or something, but I I was hoping I kind of, I I wondered if vampire survivors would be on yours, but it was again, like six months ago when you played it. So is it top of mind for you? Did it stick out? I couldn't quite remember what you said other than like, you got to try this because I remember instantly looking it up while you were talking about it. So um, I didn't expect us to be that in sync though with, with both of it in the number two spot. Like that's, I don't think that's happened before. No, I don't, I don't think so either. It was great. And I, I probably could have been, like you said, shredders revenge, maybe Kirby, um, mm-hmm. and maybe tunic. Yeah. I think those were the games that were common threads, um, that were in there. Cause I think tunic was probably past the top 10. It was further down for me, but yeah, I yeah. totally saw the, that what their intent was and just, didn't grab me as much as others, but yeah, yeah. this is a, this is, I, I always love doing this Mark because you and I don't always tread the same path, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Very, which maybe uh, is endearing or, or frustrating to others. At the same time or whatever. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I love about this, right? Like it's, it's, um, 
we, we get two different perspectives from two, uh, you know, two different kind of approaches to gaming and, and what we're playing at what time and, and that kind of stuff. And, um, it's, it's always interesting. So it's, it's weird when things kind of get that kind of synergy of, of vampire survivors landing in number two for each of us and number one for the overall couchy award. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good job. Vampire survivors. Hopefully, uh, saviors. I call it survivors, saviors. It's yeah. I always get the name wrong. In 2023, it's going to be the year of saviors likes. Maybe so we're calling it. There you go, uh, survivor likes. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Excellent. I want to try the DLC. I, I just, uh, I you know, I didn't yeah. really get a chance to look into that. I saw it that it was on Steam. Um, and I don't, is that on Xbox right now? Is that, can well, you Xbox says they're going to support it with, uh, with different, uh, upgrades and things through its life. So mm-hmm. I don't know if this game will ever go off game pass. I hope it doesn't beauty. That's, that's fantastic. I'd buy, honestly, this is another game I'd double dip on. I looked up to see if it was on switch. Cause I just want this everywhere. And that's when I ended up getting it, it on easily be on switch. You're right. I mean, it, it a, should be, yeah. it should, it should. It's I'm on PlayStation either. Uh, yeah. if there's problems with, so many sprites on the screen. Mm. Yeah. Cause there are points where it's overwhelming. It almost feels yeah. like the Xbox is going to start chugging because there's like 400 friggin' sprites on the screen and there's particle effects going with your weapons and there's things spinning quickly and there's a whole lot of stuff going on. I'm wondering how, especially in a one person team, how intensive this is and if they can optimize it down or would they kind of need to bring in some team to, to, you know, I find a, you know, a lot of times with a one person team, you're just like building it to build it. Oh yeah. yeah this is a simple graphics. It'll run on an Xbox. It'll run on PlayStation. Let's go. And you know, the, but I mean, it's running on mobile hardware. I wonder how far back on phones it would go. Um, you know, my phone's not new by, any, I, I have a new phone ordered cause I'm, I'm still on my 11 pro. Um, and it's it's running fine. So interesting. Yeah, uh, apparently it's like the switch. It's like the Steam Deck game. Like people says that's the oh, game yeah. you play on Steam Deck. So I mean, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So oh boy, congratulations! It's been a great year. Twenty twenty two is a, you know not the best year for me, but still a good year for gaming. And twenty twenty three, geez, oh Pete's Mark, get ready, buddy. Oh my goodness, yeah. Xbox gonna is gonna finally firing all sing- cylinders and when they do i don't know i'm gonna have time to play yep it's gonna be intense it's gonna be good yeah all right well folks uh hopefully you had a good time listening to our recap of the year let us know though if you, there's anything we missed or games that you still think that were great standouts of 2022 but in the meantime mark tell people where they can find you on the interwebs you can send all your hate to me for picking pokemon as my game of the year uh, at the underscore Canardian on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you want to find me there. On Hive, I'm just Canardian. And uh, you can also find me in Discord. So make sure you join our Discord server and make fun of me over there. And that's really what you should do. Make fun of Mark more often. That's really yeah. a good uh, uh, I'm ready for it. opportunity. My body is ready. And, and, 
Exactly. Um, if you want to follow me, I'm at T Oxtra on Twitter, talking about the world of sports, especially with my Vikings that are probably going to be eliminated. But hey, you know what? I'm trying to be positive. Um, uh, other than that, just having a good time. Reach out to folks. We're looking for more folks to be on our podcast in 2023. So I've reached out to a, quite a few. We're going to have some new guests in 2023. It's going to be very exciting. So, But if there's other folks that maybe some folks that are listening to this podcast right now or folks you know that should be on this podcast, let us know as well. Very excited for that. So just DM us on our Twitters, uh, however you want to. Uh, but you can also find me on Hive at Todd of War as well. Secret French U on Twitter and also Secret French Unite is our website at the .com. Oh my goodness. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining us. We had a great time. We're excited about 2023. So with that, Mark, thank you. Thank you for everyone who follows us and enjoys our take on the world of games. And as always, folks, it's always better to game together. (laughs) Nailed it. Yeah, I nailed it. Yeah, I got it. Oh, boy. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.